Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So much happened to that team in one season. It was almost like a decade worth of things that happened to a singular organization. So I try to keep it in perspective, and I know that's very hard for Bills fans to do, but... You know, it's not so long ago where the team was no factor nationally in that league. The team really looked like it had no long-term future. It didn't have a franchise quarterback. So things are in a much better place. Richard Deitch visiting this morning on WGR. Mike Schoep and the Bulldog here. Happy Friday. Ian Harditz of PFF coming up in half an hour. A couple of things from Ian. He's been on the show before, and he's got fantasy football in his title. Um, I was connecting with him today to see, like, trying to think of, well, where do we want to go here? I'm not going to ask him. I don't, I don't think Bulldog is either. Like, you know, who are you starting this week? Uh, because yeah, I'm, not, I'm not prepared for that line of uh, interrogation, no. But he's been – he works hard. Like, he's been digging in on free agency – and so, like, what happens, not necessarily to the Bills guys, but, like, what's wide receiver, for example, yep. like, what's out there? So there's that. He is a huge Ohio State guy. So Smith and Jigba will want to talk to Ian about him. And, you know, like, Gabe Davis, I think, is always a good topic for... It's Gabe Davis season again. We're back. Yeah, it is a little bit. It always is, I guess. <laughs> So that'll be at four with Ian, and then Sal at five, and Paul at six today. Sabers home to Calgary tomorrow afternoon. Here's Josh with us. Hi, Josh. Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Um, just kind of uh, going on the discussion about the running back. Um, I think it would be unnecessary to take Bijan Robinson in the first round, and I guess I guess this would be an argument to. Uh, re-sign Devin Singletary, uh, not by any means, but kind of makes it more of a priority than people think it is. And I look back to after the 2019 season, um, as much as I like Devin Singletary and as much as, you know, Bean and McDermott like him, I think they kind of had an understanding that he didn't have all the tools needed to be a true bell cow number one running back and wasn't this special talent, so they went out and took Zach Moss uh, to kind of give him a, that duo in the backfield. And while they had good games in the two years that they were together back there, um, nothing really ever came to fruition or turned to gold, I, uh, I should say. Um, and I think the reason for that is because they, they were too similar in stature um, and running style, I believe. Um, and you fast forward to this year, I would take James Cook in the second round to be that that kind of that third that third guy that receiving back back there. 
And when they traded Zach Moss uh, midseason, they went on that seven-game winning streak. Um, we really saw the true. I don't. I don't know the word for it, but the true. Just I, I think I don't know how this is going to sound, but I really do believe that James Cook and Devin Singletary, uh, if you give them a full year, could be one of the best uh, running back duos in the in the entire league. So and you're, you and you're saying that that didn't just happen, Josh? Uh, like they did, they did. Twenty twenty two doesn't count as an example of a year where they gave Singletary and Cook this opportunity. Uh, I guess I don't. I guess I don't understand the the question. Well, you're talking about how they can be one of the best running back tandems in the league. However many you would define that as, I'm asking you if that didn't just that opportunity didn't just exist. Why would this year not count toward toward finding out that answer? Well, I think it does. I think it does. I mean, if you look at what they did over the last seven games, especially of the regular season, mm-hmm. um, so combined over the course of the year, they had combined thir- over 1,300 yards and about 260-something carries and seven touchdowns. Okay. And that, that, that kind of that matches up with some of the best Okay, you're saying they already they already are this, and that's fine. You're you're saying they're good enough. I I do I do believe that what they have what they have is good enough if they can bring Singletary back. I don't think it would be necessary to go out and get a guy like B. John Robinson with a first rounder. Okay, yeah, um, thanks, which, thanks, Josh. I mean, I, I I mostly agree with that. I just I'm not sure I've ever heard them described or even have myself sort of a a framework or a context for it, like best in the league. Tandem is a part of that comment, and most teams, but not all teams, have a tandem, you know. So um, I guess I just feeling feeling you out on that. The the tandem to me is, see, like it's funny, like here the call, what was the caller's name? I'm sorry, Josh. Here Josh used the phrasing bell cow back. Um, I mean – there, how many bell cow backs are there in the NFL? Are there a half a dozen? It's like that. Yeah. Um, the Bills, to me, are not a team that are crying. I mean, maybe because they haven't had one, that will be the reason why they should get one, uh, which, you know, is part of the circumstantial nature of some of the evidence that we were talking about already in the first half hour of the show. Um, I don't think they need a bell cow back. And I, I would say, you know, Singletary – on a modest second contract, I can live with. I can also live with them drafting another running back on day three to pair with James Cook. And, you know, sure, James Cook has never been, even in college, a bell cow back. But, again, I don't need a bell cow back. I need someone who I can trust to run the ball when I want to run it. And if I pair him with someone else, a rookie who's even cheaper than a first-round rookie, I think I've got my running back tandem. Um, maybe the shakiest spot I feel I'm in on all of this is that I expect James Cook to get the opportunity to be Devin Singletary next year, like the, the guy who starts the games. Because I think if, if, they, if they can't see their way to that, then the draft pick is even more questionable than it was at the time. So I, I think he demonstrated that he can be trusted to run the ball in the in the back half of this season, 
And if I pair him with another guy and send Singletary on his way, I think I've got my backfield. And I'm fine. It's a bargain. And I think it will be as productive as they were this year, which, again, was fine. Yeah, I think they're, they're kind of in a box here that you put yourself in when you draft running backs that early. And I know it gets earlier, but still, it's early enough. I, I think they're kind of they're kind of in a box. Like they kind of have to really test Cook. They might want to. I mean, I'm not saying mm-hmm. he, he didn't show well enough or anything, but they really do organizationally to justify the draft pick. You have to give him at least as much of an opportunity this year as you just did. But that's not really the same as how you're trying to win games. It doesn't always line up perfectly where the guy you drafted earlier or the investment you made is, you think, your best chance of winning. You know, the GM does a thing and then the coach decides whether or not he wants it. And so they're, they're at a place where how they, how they look the best is if Cook starts, like you say, and he does well, and they win, and then you know, hooray! You did everything. You 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 justified the draft pick. Not that that was like your point exactly, but you were able to do that with this guy. Um, that's that's your way to success. Any other scenario, it makes it just questionable. Um, I don't. You know, how do you want it to work? You don't want. When did we draft this player to be relevant to how much playing time somebody gets? But, you know, we're all human, and mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe that does happen sometimes. We know that it does. Uh, I, I just I just think being – when, when I said yesterday rather flippantly, I, I'm not worried about the Bills drafting a running back at 27 because I don't think they're stupid. Um, it, it, I, here's, like, a, a, maybe a more polite way to say that. Um you know, because I, I I don't I don't you know whatever I just I don't like hearing myself speak that way, but I whatever it came out yesterday. Um, going into a new season with a backfield comprised of a first round pick from this year and a second round pick from last year in 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 this economy, like in this NFL, the way this team is built, just seems to me like. It, it, it's like some sort of absurdist, impressionistic painting that I can't even comprehend. Like, what would you be doing with your assets and your roster if those were the choices you made and you've got this guy playing quarterback and your receiver core and your offensive line are in the state that they're in? It just would make no sense to me at all. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's a good way of looking at it if you want to beat against this idea. And, and I really think the Bills – they make sense, I think, most of the time. I don't agree with 100% of the things they choose to do, but this would be, I think, actually ridiculous on the heels of drafting Cook in the second round last year. They love their running backs. Do they love them that much? The guy, the, Robinson is a real test for these teams because he is so elite that all the running backs don't matter narrative you've had you know thrown at you for however long it's really tested here like somebody somebody's going to do it mm-hmm. and i i guess it's the most okay if it's a team like this irrespective of when they pick James Cook on the team already uh, that is pretty complete. And like this is something we're we're really good. This is something we're not that good at. So therefore 
Mm-hmm. Let's go be good at it with the player that is one of the all-time great running back prospects, it seems. How does he rate comparatively to Najee Harris coming out? Way better. Way, way better. better. Way better. Najee way Harris was not a good first-round pick prospect at all. Like, way better. Um, yeah. He's, he's on the Barkley. Barkley's the last running back to come into the league that might have been better than this guy. Here's John- I remember Harris being perceived as a terrible idea in the first round, outside of the running back in the first round narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll take your word for it that he wasn't as highly touted as this guy. That's fine. Um, but I didn't think like it, it felt like the whole time it was Harris or Etn. Like one of them is going to be the first running back taken. That's right. That is what that is what that was. That's right. He, Jonathan Taylor comes in ahead of Harris. As a prospect, we we could ask Ian, you know, like what his yeah, opinion good. is on that. Yeah. It's not like it's yeah. I only factual. think of Harris because, like, you know, someone's going to do it. He's a first round pick, and he's not even the best running back on his own team. Arguably, that's right. That's right. It was a terrible pick. You know, I, I can't say everybody knew it, but <laughs> everybody who sort of is subscribes to this philosophy knew it. Thought it was a terrible pick. Thought Etn was a terrible pick. They had Robinson, who was really good. He hadn't injured himself yet. Like, he had been great as an undrafted player. And then, ironically, they go and draft ETN in Jacksonville. Most of these guys that come come off looking like terrible picks. Barkley was picked two overall. And it took him five years to not be terrible. The Giants. Yeah. And he's been, he's been hurt twice, but he's been the player he was supposed to be. Pretty much, yeah. So much fun. I mean, the league just always has you tiptoeing and <laughs> but this guy it's like talking talking about football is just an, a, an endless ne- never-ending parade but what about this what right. wh- why why didn't this work or oh, why there's i've got i just thought of something else i like to say that i'm just going to save because save you know, i don't need to say everything in this segment <laughs> no no you shouldn't i'm saving things <laughs> just like the bills and their Good plays uh, this year. Right, he saved right, them for yes. the playoffs. <laughs> right. That, that worked out well. Mike Shope and the Bulldog with Ian Harditz in about 15 minutes on WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.